hear so many different ideas about good health. How do you separate the myths from the facts? Welcome to Healthy View Radio with your trio of co-hosts, Andrea Beeman, Lisa Lutan, and Michelle Fennighouse. Today, you'll learn what it takes to be healthy and happy within a stressful world from three experts walking their talk. Here is Lisa, Andrea, and Michelle. Hello, all of you fabulous people. Thank you for tuning in for another awesome episode of Healthy View Radio. I'm Andrea Beeman, and I'm chilling with my two co-hosts, Lisa Lutan and Michelle Fenninghaas. Today, our theme is about laughter. It's one of my favorite topics because I have a tendency to find humor in many things, if not everything. Uh, For those of you that follow me on Instagram, I know you got some good giggles this weekend when you saw those very well-endowed carrots that I posted about. I saw that. (laughs) I saw that. (laughs) For some reason, those carrots always seem to find me at the farmer's market. (laughs) I was wondering. You must be searching for them. A little too hard. (laughs) (laughs) And there they pop up. I see them. I'm like, wow, that would make a good stew. (laughs) (laughs) So for those of you that haven't seen my carrots, hop over to my Instagram, Andrea Beeman. They give new meaning to the term food porn. On today's show, we're going to share with you how laughter can be really good medicine. Plus, we'll be speaking with Terry Trespicio on how we can use comedy and lightness in our work to help us become more confident and effective with our messaging. We'll also meet with Lorraine Miller, and she'll share how happy vibes can improve your productivity and your overall outlook on life. Because let's face it, if you're not having fun, life can be a total bummer. And then you're not going to want to stay here on the planet. And we want you to stay here and play with us, at least for the next hour. So stay right where you are so you can get a good dose of some happy medicine. Before we get the giggles going, I'd like to thank our sponsor, Four Sigmatic, which is a brand new tasty superfood drink that you're going to love. Four Sigmatic has a variety of mushroom coffees that is less acidic than regular coffee and includes powerful antioxidants and immune-boosting properties that will boost your brain and productivity, reduce stress, improve concentration, memory, and alertness. I'm actually having a cup right now, and boy, do I feel alert. <laughs> and best of all, it tastes, it tastes really great. I actually do recommend uh, this mushroom coffee to my clients who are hooked on regular coffee, and they love it. They get a burst of natural energy without the backlash of drinking too much caffeine. So head on over to foursigmatic.com forward slash HVR. That's F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C dot com forward slash HVR as in Healthy View Radio, and you'll automatically get a 15% discount on your purchase. So enjoy the Java. So let's get to it, sisters. What has been your experience with laughter in your life or in your business? And do you have any good stories that you want to share? Well, you know, I was thinking about this recently because I used to work in advertising. So about 10 years ago, I was working in the ad world and advertising people are hilarious. It's like (laughs) part of doing their job, you know, and I was surrounded by people with a quick wit and everyone's always laughing, practical jokes. It was so much fun. My 20s were a blast, although I I did burn out on that industry. But now I got to tell you, I miss it. And I love this time with you guys every week where we get to, you know, shoot the shit and hang out and <laughs> have some laughter because otherwise it gets, uh, it can get kind of serious otherwise. I do miss it. 
I totally agree with you. It's so fun to laugh. I had a really funny story once. I, I have a hard time laughing at myself. It's been like a lifelong goal that I'm working on, but I'm getting better at it. And one time I took this workshop and there was a man in the workshop who had legally changed his name to a funny bunny. <laughs> and in the beginning you're like who is this friggin weirdo like what is he doing there and by the end you realize that he was there to teach us all not to take ourselves too seriously and he was like the funnest guy ever and by the end of the workshop I was laughing so hard at him myself dancing with him like it was so fun and I feel like these little reminders come into our lives all the time like lighten up baby just have a little fun like lighten up, Francis. Remember, um, was it Caddyshack with Bill Murray, or I forget what it was. It was one of, stripes, maybe. <laughs> with Bill Murray in the seventies or the eighties. There was this really serious marine in there, or something like that. And he's like, the guy's like, "Don't touch me! Don't take my stuff! Don't look at me! Don't come near my bed! And don't call me Francis!" And Bill Murray goes, "Lighten up, Francis." <laughs> you know, and it started off that way. But I have a good, um, fun story about laughter. Uh, when I was. Um, I bartended for about 10 years. For those of you that don't know my other life, <laughs> I was a bartender through college and through my teenage, you know, upper teenage years. And when I was like 23 years old, I worked in a steakhouse out in Long Island. And there was a couple that used to come in every Friday night and they sat at the end of the bar and we'd all giggle and laugh and have a lot of fun. And the woman had the oddest laugh that I've ever experienced. Like everybody would be laughing, ha ha, about the jokes. And she would just like, you know, like put a, a little smile on her face and kind of just shake her head down like this. And I was like, God, oh, that's so bizarre. Why, how could she not even laugh? And one day I found out the secret to her laugh, her interesting laugh. She pulled me over to the side of the bar and she goes, I have to tell you something. She goes, I'm 46 years old. She goes, you know, how do I look? And I said, you look great. You look fantastic. She goes, okay. She goes, I noticed that you laugh a lot and you laugh loud. She goes, if you continue laughing like that, you're going to get these crinkles on the side of your eye that are called crow's feet. <laughs> oh, <no laughs> yes. And I said, oh my God, thank you for the advice. And as you can see, I didn't take the advice. I'm crinkled and wrinkled all up on my eyeballs. But it was the funniest thing. She was afraid to laugh. I mean, she looked gorgeous. She was a beautiful girl. And she was 46. And you'd never know. She didn't even have one line anywhere. And uh, I just thought it was so interesting. She was afraid to laugh because she was afraid to crinkle here. But she couldn't fully express herself. She was holding in the laughter, like literally just like shaking her head up and down and sometimes holding her stomach. Can you imagine that? She was laughing like a mime. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like totally picturing Gilda Radner doing a spoof of that on Saturday Night Live. Michelle might have been before your time, like mm. Gilda Radner. But you know, she was so funny. I could totally, totally see her cracking up over that. Yeah, that's, that's like the same conversation we keep coming back to, right? Women are. What do we have? Women aren't allowed to fart. We did that during the bloating <laughs> episode. Women aren't allowed to get old, you know, and that women aren't allowed to laugh. No, so, can't have I'd too much fun. Laugh and have crinkly eyes, definitely. Yeah, it shows a little bit of life, right? You know, like the crinkles and the twinkles and all that stuff. And you know, I, I'm not just a, a laugher. You know, like I can't say that I just laugh all day long. I uh, feel a lot of stuff on a personal level, right? So I cry very easily. I laugh very easily. Like the emotions come up. I think we're human, and if we don't allow ourselves to feel all the variety of emotions, we can't really get to that place. So if um. For example, 
I don't know, a movie trailer comes on and the music is really touching, I'll be crying and Pablo will look over at me and he's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> are you crying in a movie trailer? <laughs> and then I start laughing because it's funny. Yeah, I am the exact same way. It comes easily. And have you ever had the experience where you're laughing and then you're crying? Like, it like triggers, I think they meet somewhere in your brain, right? Where like you're releasing emotion and then the other emotion comes in. There's a fine line between laughing well, and crying. it's like crying at a wedding. You know, you're crying mm. tears of joy. And there is, there is a fine line. You're just feeling so much. It's got to come out some way. So it's going to come out of your mouth, or your eyes, or your butt. You know, like, one way <laughs> or another, it's going to come out. So do you girls use uh, laughter in any part of your work? Absolutely. Absolutely. Some things are difficult for my clients to talk about. Or they are, they feel so, it's so serious, like they're dieting for their whole life. It feels so serious to them and that they're just going to keep repeating the same patterns, the same patterns. So um, I actually had a client recently who confessed, this is very serious, you guys, that her knees were so ugly and she hadn't shown her knees in public in like 20 years. And this is in the middle of the summer, you know? And, you know, and I get that. Like, I think I, I have, you know, weird things about my own body. I think many of us do. And it's not, not to not take it seriously, what she was saying, but I was like, well, please send me a picture. You know, I need to see the worst looking <laughs> knees that I've ever seen in my life. Like, this sounds very serious. You know? And we just kind of, you know, use a touch of humor to get past it. And, you know, a few weeks later, she's walking around in shorts. And <laughs> Oh, it's great. I would have put little happy faces on the knees. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so right, it really helps in the, some situations. Yeah, I totally agree. Like one of the things I'm always trying to get my clients to get rid of the shame and the guilt and just notice their behavior and just say, isn't that interesting? So I'll take them down that path of like, isn't that interesting that I thought this or why, you know, X or Y, isn't that interesting that I ate an entire box of Oreo cookies? <laughs> Isn't that interesting that I want to punch somebody in the face? And they do laugh because our thoughts are insanely crazy. And when we can laugh at them and just recognize that they're just thoughts, it's so powerful for them and for all of us. Yeah, I agree. Um, in, in my work, I use humor with, with everything that I do, <laughs> right? So if I'm giving a speech on stage, the first thing that I do is I want people to relax. And one of the ways to make them relax or help them relax is to have them giggle. You know, so wherever I am, I'll find something funny from their environment and, and bring it into the talk. Because the, the, you know, like the one thing that I don't want to bring to the table as a health and wellness uh, activist, right, is that seriousness. Eat your sprouts or die, right? If you don't eat this, you're going to get cancer. <laughs> you know, like that bizarro craziness that I see all the time. Uh, so I, I do bring it into my blogs, my my speeches, anytime that I can. I, I really like to help people laugh. It's also good medicine. I remember reading a long time ago, I think his name was Norman Cousins. It was the guy, um, it was in the 70s. He had um, is it ankylizing spondylitis or some one of those crazy diseases where he had pain in every single part of his body and it was going to get progressively worse. And the doctor said, you know, you only have a few months to live. And he said, well, if I only have a few months to live, he goes, I'm getting out of the hospital. I'm going across it to that hotel and I'm going to stay there close to the hospital just because he was afraid of dying. 
And I'm just going to watch uh, the things that I love, Jackie Mason, uh, the Honeymooners, uh, you know, like all of the old comics. And he sat there in his bed and he laughed and he laughed and he laughed and he laughed. And like a month later, he did no longer have the disease in his body. And within two years, he was back to work and doing everything and, and lived a light, nice, long and healthy life. Wow, that's really incredible. I and mean, it makes so much sense. I, laughter, like one of the ways to heal leaky gut, like legit is laughing. It changes the chemistry that's going on in your gut. Something so simple. You don't even have to spend $80 on probiotic pills, maybe if you're laughing enough. That's so cool. I've always wanted to try laughing yoga. Have any of you guys <laughs> ever tried that? No, I haven't. I've heard like you just do these poses and everyone giggles and laughs and then it goes around in a circle and you like laugh. I don't know that much about it, but I'm going to investigate. I do laugh in yoga when I hear somebody fart. I can't contain myself. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Well, if you guys ever need help laughing, so one thing that we'll do in my house is we'll turn on some stand-up comedy that's always available on Netflix or whatever, or with the kids, uh, we'll put on YouTube and look for bloopers. Remember that show, like America's <laughs> Funniest Home Videos? Yes. Now we can sit down as a culture, right? We're all stressed out. We're all worried about everything. And then we sit down and we watch Game of Thrones. Oh. And it's like, what? So instead, here's my advice. You know, go on YouTube and search like gymnastics bloopers or something like that. I mean... <laughs> Hey, don't have my Game of Thrones. I just want to say, for the record, I'm pretty obsessed about that, and it does bring me joy. Maybe not giggles, but it does bring me joy. Oh, that's so. funny. Heads being lopped off. Oh, like, yeah, blood yeah. everywhere. I can't even look at the screen half the time. Oh, I'm like, no. I, I've moved on to Outlander right now. Any Outlander fans out there? Oh, my God, it's so good. No, man, I don't really watch that much TV, but when I do, often I'm like, I don't need more of this. Mm. Like, where's Three's Company? Like, (laughs) trust me, you need more of this. (laughs) <laughs> I'm actually watching, me and Pablo are actually watching 30 Rock right now. Like we, I haven't had a TV in almost 20 years. So we will rent, we'll rent something or watch something. And it is hysterical. Oh my God, Tina Fey. The best. Tina Fey, she is awesome. I have a girl crush on her. Oh, totally. Ever since she ate the sheet cake, I'm like totally in love. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, she's probably be our next guest. I'm sure she'll, she'll be on a show soon. Oh, it's just a matter of time before she hears and she says, listen, I want to be on the funny girl's show because I'm funny. (laughs) (laughs) You hear that universe? We're calling for Tina Fey. (laughs) Bring her in. (laughs) Who's some of your favorite funny people? (gasps) Daniel Tosh. Who is that? Uh, he's a stand-up comic, or he has okay. like a show on Comedy Central or something too. We really like him. A lot of uh, Amy Schumer. I like Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Louis C.K. Am I still allowed oh. to say that? Oh. <laughs> yeah, until he gets convicted, you can yeah. say it. Yeah. Oh, funny. Now that he apologize, I think you can say it. I don't know. I'm not making any comment on that, but I'm just saying he gets yeah. what it's like to be a parent and uh, it's too bad about that other stuff. Real, real, real too bad. Yeah, I know. He is funny. He's a funny cat. You know, a lot of that humor comes from darkness. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, comics talk about it all the time, that the dark spaces that nobody wants to go to, that's where the comedy comes from, the light. Yeah. Uh, Lisa, who else you got? I used to love all those Steve Martin movies. You know? Oh, my God, the jerk. <laughs> 
I still don't know what you guys are talking about. So <laughs> She's too young. She's too young. So to help us uh, use laughter and lightness in our work, we have Terry Trespicio coming on. She's going to be here in just a few minutes. She's a New York-based writer and branding pro who helps businesses nail their messaging to engage clients, customers, and fans. Her TEDx talk, Stop Searching for Your Passion, has earned over 3 million views. That is awesome. She's the creator of Tap to Speak, an online course designed to help you create your standout signature talk. And she's the co-creator of Lights, Camera, Expert, a six-week course for helping experts get media attention. She's a former magazine editor at Martha Stewart's Whole Living and radio host at Sirius XM. And that's where I met Terry. She was rocking the mic as a radio show host, and I really liked her sassy spirit. Terry was rated the number one speaker at Barron's Top Women Advisors Summit. She's also a stand-up comic and performs all over New York City. And I was actually supposed to go check her out, uh, her stand-up, a few weeks ago, but I never made it because one of the people that I was having dinner with, and I'm not mentioning any names, who is a co-host on the show with very well-shaped eyebrows, decided to drive her car through Midtown <laughs> Manhattan on a Thursday night during rush hour. <laughs> Needless to say, she was over an hour late to dinner. I'm not pointing any fingers or giving up any names, but she normally has curly brown hair, but today it's pulled back in a tight bun. For those of you that are live watching us on Facebook. I'm just going to skip to the part where you complimented my eyebrows. I heard I heard that. Thank you. I'm those eyebrows, actually. They look Very well shaped. Uh, but before we meet Terry, we need to take a little break. And I'd like to thank our sponsor, Giovanni Echo Chic Cosmetics, for their natural and stylish products. I actually use Giovanni myself. I love their hair hair gel to help tame my crazy little curls. You could choose from gel, mousse, hairspray, leave-in conditioner, vitamin hair treatments, and hair reconstructors. You can find out more about Giovanni by going to giovannicosmetics.com forward slash HVR. That's G-I-O-V-A-N-N-I cosmetics.com forward slash HVR as in Healthy View Radio, and you'll get access to a $2 downloadable coupon because that's the way we roll at Healthy View Radio. We want you to have the best stuff at the best prices. So don't go away. We'll be right back with Terry Trespicio. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Are you sick of striving for a vision of healthy that just doesn't exist? Join the club. Expert health coaches Andrea Beeman, Michelle Fenighouse, and Lisa Lutan are more than just voices on the radio. They're here to help you make real change in real life. Join their Facebook community, HealthyViewRadio.com, to ask questions, get behind the scenes, and receive early access to special offers and events. Again, you can connect at HealthyViewRadio.com. Remember to subscribe to Healthy View Radio on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. 
Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You're listening to Andrea Beeman, Lisa Lutan, and Michelle Fenighaus with Healthy View Radio. Do you have a question or comment for the show? Please call us right now at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send us an email from our Voice America radio page. You'll find connections to reach any of the hosts there. Now, back to Healthy View Radio. Hey guys, it's Lisa Lutan. I'm having a lot of laughs today with my co-hosts, Michelle Fenneghaus and Andrew Beeman. And I'm so excited for the guest today. Except I just have to tell you, it has been very dark lately since the clock's changed up here in Boston. And I'm noticing I'm not getting as much sunlight as I normally do. And so I'm super glad that I started taking my vitamin D3 because it really helps me during these long, long New England winter months. And I like to take Zoller brand. I think they're really small. They're easy to swallow. They don't get like stuck. A lot of times I gag like, so I'm really, really happy with these. And I want to tell you that Zoller has been so generous. They're offering our listeners this amazing, amazing discount, 35% off. So just go to www.zoller3.com. I'm going to spell that for you. Z-A-H-L-E-R-D-3.com. And there's a special coupon code H V R Z D three three five. Let me explain that. H V R like Healthy View Radio, Z like Zoller, D three like the supplement, and thirty five for your thirty five percent discount. Check it out. You won't be sorry. Now I'm so excited. I'd like to introduce Terry Trespicio. As Andrea mentioned, she's a New York-based writer and branding pro who helps brands nail their messaging. And she's also a stand-up comic. So how perfect is it that we get to talk about laughter? Terry, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> Highlight of my day, maybe the year. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> At least the week. It's been a bad week. So I'm happy to laugh it off. <laughs> well, we'll ask you if it was at the end of the show. You'll let us know. But so, Terry, we always start our guests with a couple of ask every guest. Oh, I know. Fire away. <laughs> I love it. She's what, sassy. What did you have for breakfast today? Bulletproof coffee. <gasps> you did. Butter and That's all. That's it. <laughs> I am a bulletproof coffee, a complete addict, like complete. And I'm, I'm not addict because that suggests out of control. I do it every morning without fail. I do the butter. I do committed. collagen, I do the XO, octane, whatever that is, magic juice. I'm up and at them, and it is the only way to start the day for me. Okay, wait, you do the collagen also. So oh, please, it's loaded. Okay. <laughs> no, it's not even, because I don't, I'm not paid by them at all. I am, a, I believe me, I pay them many, many dollars to have that, that stuff in my house, because I don't like coffee black. I never did. And I have trouble with milk and cream, personally, my stomach, mm -hmm. I can't do it. But for some reason... I think this is how I know there is a God. I can have butter. So that means that I can put the grass-fed butter in. I can put the collagen. And you know, uh, my hairdresser, who I only see every couple of months, she's, her hair is like really feeling like healthy. And I was like, it's the collagen. Ooh, you know, so I'm like a no big fan. Joke. It's no joke. And so I'm, 
I'm really, but I just enjoy it. My point is that's what I do for breakfast. I'm not hungry for a while after that. But when I do get hungry and you're waiting for, you want to know what I eat, I am a big fan of this sheep's yogurt because again, regular yogurt, my stomach, not so great. So I do sheep's yogurt, put some nuts, berries, stuff like that. Huh. And what is one of your guilty pleasures besides the Bulletproof coffee? Um, food wise? Anything. Okay. Whatever it is. It's a family show, right? So we'll just keep it. <laughs> Not <as>. really. Not <laughs> really. <laughs> no. You know what I would say? You know what I was about to say? is I was about to say bacon. But you know what? I am elevating that to just pure pleasure. I'm taking the guilt right out because we know uh, that, that healthy fats and for different people who can digest different things, I feel amazing when I eat fat, real animals, good old saturated fat. And so today I might just eat bacon for lunch. Just That's it. No eggs, no fanfare, just straight bacon. <laughs> bacon is rich in vitamin D and vitamin it's, A. I feel amazing when I eat it and I don't snack because it's so filling. So I'd say bacon is a guilty pleasure. I don't even questionable about the guilt. I'm right there with you. I love it. <laughs> bacon is back. Butter is back. Yay. <laughs> totally. Baby's got out. back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Terry, let's talk about laughter. Why is laughter so important? Not only in just life, but in our work. Well, I actually, now I should clarify, I'm not a doctor or researcher, but I had chance to do some research into this when I was assigned a piece actually by an editor at Women's Health to write up what are some of the benefits of laughter, uh, not just watching other people do funny things, but how do we use that in our lives? And I, something, I think the most valuable thing, we, I can tell you there are health benefits and I will, I'm happy to go through some of those, of course. But one of the most important things I learned from that research was that uh, it's not about just being consumers of professionally manufactured funny. I think that's important to say because we are in an age where we can watch professional comedy all day, every day. If you want, you can go to a show, you can watch it endlessly online. But I don't like this idea that it puts us in the role of just another consumer, consumer of goods, consumer of comedy. We are more than consumers. And I spoke with one research named, researcher named Dr. Gil Greengross, who oh, actually has his own column on Psychology Today. I talked to him like on a video call, so I got to talk to him a little bit. He's not funny at all, but he loves studying humor. And one of the, he pointed me to some great research. Let me tell you this one thing. He said that interestingly, what people laugh at most of the time is not something that a professional joke writer wrote. Most, we'll laugh at stand-up, but we laugh a lot more than we realize. And what he explained to me was that uh, comedy isn't just for professionals. It's how humans relate. He said to me, and I quote, humor is a fundamentally social phenomenon, meaning that it, we actually don't have to be that funny to laugh. In fact, in this study he told me about, and I looked it up, in like 99% of the cases of laughter, when someone walked around and listened to people laugh and wrote down what had triggered the laughter, it wasn't something funny. It was something that made the group feel connected, made the group feel, it was a way of punctuating the end of something you're saying, ha ha, people laugh. We laugh as social function and that's just as important. So how do we take that and become more funny? Like how do we take that into our lives and into our work and into our talks and use that? Well, and that's, that's been a fun thing for, for me to think about and, and write about because, fine, I do stand-up comedy. Uh, you know, it's not all that I do. I, I actually do a lot more professional speaking at companies, corporations, and events and conferences. And what I found is the laugh part, that when you can make someone laugh, is actually when they 
can absorb the most information from you. And so I have call laughter the like the probiotic of learning. You know, it's it's a it's a probiotic of 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 absorbing content from other people and, and influence. You know what I mean? It's a probiotic for information. So when I make someone laugh, they're more likely to remember something I said and more likely to be um, to enjoy it and to see me favorably. However, what I want to say is, and, and you were saying this earlier in the show, Michelle, like, well, I feel a lot of pressure. Like, do I have to be funny? And this, you actually don't have to be funnier. And people who try to be funny are usually woefully unfunny. Um, <laughs> the key is actually to be very honest. Hmm. And the people who teach this the most are the improvisational actors. Uh, I was reading a review of some new book coming out about the history of improv, which is very, it's an American treasure improv. We kind of did it. We came up with it. And what makes improv funny is not being a stand-up comedian on the spot and coming up with something funny. What's funny about an improv show, if you've ever seen it, is people behaving in a way that you know is not planned, is not scripted. And yet something happens that's so honest and feels very real. And they call it uh, truth in comedy. And so it's not that something might be funny that happens, but it's not because the line was funny. It's the situation was funny. Now, our whole lives are an improv. You walk in any room, you don't really know what's going to happen. So if we looked at it as a chance to see humor and opportunity for connection in everything we do, you're going to laugh a lot more and you don't need to be a professional joke writer to do it. Well, that's encouraging for, for us non, not naturally funny people who try to be more funny. But <laughs> Well, and, and actually, you know what, Lisa, someone said to me, it's a famous person, of course, and I don't remember, a famous person quoted saying that humor is often honesty coming at you quicker than you expected. Mm-hmm. And I think that people think I'm funny, like people will tell me they think I'm funny for that reason, because I'll say things they wouldn't say, and I say it faster than they expected. And that's it. I'm not yeah. joke writing. I sitting down and write a joke that's painful to me. But when you say something honest, people oh, they kind of get thrown off because they're like, oh yeah, I can't believe you just said that, or, or that was really. It's honest and immediate, and that's what funny is. So, mm. in fact, when you say, well, I don't know if I'm funny, Lisa, I am sure you make people laugh all the time. Ask, just ask Andrea. <laughs> well, Andrea makes me laugh all the time. She does. I, I laugh. Quick witted. <laughs> She's snarky. But anyway, she makes me laugh. And then I feel, I just instantly feel elevated to her funniness. So, well, do you want to talk about, about that? You, you asked me about some of the health benefits. Yeah. One of them, heart health. Mm. And in one study showed that subjects who watched comedy benefited from what's called arterial compliance, which just means that the amount of blood that moves through the arteries at a given time, if you have, if you don't have arterial compliance, you can have uh, hypertension, high blood pressure, those kinds of things. So, Laughter helped um, improve blood pressure and help reduce, I don't know, the occurrences of heart disease, but can put you in a better standing, right? And the effects of the laughter lasted up to 24 hours later. So this idea that it's not just in the moment that it feels good, but laughter can have an extended effect, which is kind of great, right? So if you laugh yesterday, it's kind of like I can skip yoga today, maybe. I, don't know. <laughs> I love that. But another thing, what for people who suffer chronic pain, I'm sure mm-hmm. you know people who do. My own mother suffers from chronic pain, um, and plenty of people. I think it's like one in five. Uh, an expert told me uh, you, the study that was reported on in Time said that people who they've done all different kinds of studies to like determine someone's pain threshold when they're laughing mm-hmm. at things, they do not have the same. They, it's delayed. They don't have the same experience of pain. That's pretty big. That's, That's awesome. the endorphins, as you know. That's, that, that's like laughing gas, right? 
kind of, you know, when you're going to the dentist. <laughs> that's <laughs> just a, yeah, that's unnerving. I find that's like the nerve gas or so. I find that very unnerving to, to be on that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so I love this quote from your website. Not only is it good for you, duh, but it makes people far more likely to listen to you. It's yes. true. If you make people laugh, they think you're smarter, more prepared and worth more. It's not just nice to have. I believe it's been key to growing my own business and not just because I do stand up. So can you talk a little bit about that? Yes. In fact, one of my goals is to help people tap their natural funny, not to be funny. That's a lot of pressure. Like anyone, you know, one of my big rules, uh, I am single and I, I do some uh, quite a bit of online dating. As soon as a guy says on his post that he's funny, I'm like, no, you're not. Like it's a very hard label and I've been right. I've proven the theory correct. Um, but I'm telling you, like when you say you're funny, like that's a lot of pressure. Like you say, like remove the pressure. What I, because I do a lot of speaker consulting and coaching. So people, I, I've done a few TED Talks myself. I've been very honored and privileged to do that. And I also have a business where I coach people to do it and have helped people land their own TED Talks. And they always say, well, TED Talks people always are funny and people laugh at them. And I, and, and how do I be that? I said, actually, you don't have to be anyone else. What will help make you, uh, what will, it's a difference between, let's rephrase our terms, not being funny, but getting laughs. So as I said, being honest, being honest will get you a laugh. Being self-deprecating, if you say, you know, and blah, blah, blah. And, and so that's usually where I am on a Friday night. Like if you make a joke, you're on stage speaking, okay, pretend, whatever, you're on, you're up there. You're already high status because you're on stage. And you can self-deprecate. And so, and it, it'll still, people go, oh, look, she's so relatable. People want to be able to connect with you and like you. Isn't that the goal, right? We want Absolutely. connections. And, and when you can make a little joke at your own expense, people love that. Also, if you want to experiment with this, how to get a laugh the next time you're speaking, go for specific over general. If you say, oh, this happens all the time when I'm always watching TV and this will happen. If you're like, I was sitting home watching Dateline. I'm watching another murder go unsolved. And this is what happened. Like a specific mm. about something. And by the way, pop culture references get laughs all the time. And not even, not even that that's a funny reference. But when you say something like, well, and usually if I'm dancing alone, usually to Footloose, because let's say that is the best album of all time. People will <laughs> laugh because they remember Footloose. <laughs> Footloose isn't funny. But when you're specific and you show what a person you are in the world and someone goes, I remember that album. I saw that show. I do that. I'm telling you, it gets a laugh and pausing for the laugh. People sometimes would get a laugh, but they hurry past it. I see stand-ups doing that and I've done it too, trying to get more jokes in. What I've noticed in my own act and in coaching other people is if they stop and allow the laugh to come and even pause, it can be uncomfortable. Um, if you pause, sometimes you'll get an even a double laugh. They'll call it like a double bonus laugh. <laughs> allow there to be some room for people to laugh, Right. So totally, totally those are some things that can get a laugh. And you know what always works? And it's not like these are tr strategies I'm like trying to just make people laugh. They're things I do anyway. Tell, make the audience think you're going one way and take a hard left turn. Take a hard left turn to whatever. Get them to feel you're about to say something, say something different. Play with that. Do one incongruent thing. You will get a laugh every time because it's like when you surprise a baby and you're like, oh, and you like <laughs> pop out from behind. That's a surprise and incongruence. That's still what makes us laugh. So when you surprise someone with honesty, you'll get a laugh every time. 
I have to tell you guys, I was watching Terry's TED Talks and some of her videos, and I was laughing. I thought you're awesome. And I definitely suggest you go checking them out. Terry, Thank tell you. People, you're welcome. How, tell people how they can learn more about what you do and see more of your videos and all that. What are the best? Yeah, well, just go to, it's my name. It's just terrytrispeshow.com. I do have comedy clips up there. I also have a way to get in touch with me. I think that's a great way to go. If you're someone who's like, I want to learn to shape a talk better and be a better speaker. I also have, as you mentioned earlier, a course called Tap to Speak, and that's at tappedtospeak.com. Everyone wants to be tapped to speak. They don't want to ask. They want to be tapped. <laughs> But I want to want to say one thing. The person who told you not to laugh, Andrea, because you create wrinkles, yeah. that's girl on girl crime. That is girl on girl crime, and I hate it. I did, did stand-up the other day, and I was wearing a shirt that was like a fishnetty shirt. I knew. I was wearing a black bra. Please. I was trying to be attractive. And I came down off the stage, and another female comic grabbed me, and I thought she was going to compliment me on my act, and she's a very good comic. She goes, you know your shirt is see-through? I was like, girl on girl crime. What is this body, <laughs> what is this body shaming? We don't need that. Do you want to be a 46-year-old joyless woman like that woman who's completely has the face of a doll and is dead inside? I don't think so. Uh, Terry, yeah. thank you so much for joining us today on the show. Thank you. This was so fun. Laugh. I, don't want to, I don't want you to leave us. I'm having I to love Terry. Oh, thank you guys for having me. Uh, well, just before we go to break, I have to tell you guys a little bit about Atron Teal, our sponsor. So don't laugh. I know I talk about how bloated I get all the time. I look pregnant sometimes, but Atron Teal has been really helping. And last night, I kid you not, I was running one of my groups, my living it group, and like five people said, oh my God, I'm using Atron Teal and it's totally working. And I was like, yay, can't wait to tell the guys over at Atron Teal. So I just wanted to let you know. They have a special code for you also to get a discount. It's www.lovemytummy.com slash HVR like healthy you radio. Now, after the, after the break, we're going to be speaking with Lorraine Miller, who's an inspirational coach and author. So stay tuned and we'll be back shortly. <laughs> Helping you make informed decisions for your life. This is Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you sick of striving for a vision of healthy that just doesn't exist? Join the club. Expert health coaches Andrea Beeman, Michelle Fenighaus, and Lisa Lutan are more than just voices on the radio. They're here to help you make real change in real life. Join their Facebook community, HealthyViewRadio.com, to ask questions, get behind the scenes, and receive early access to special offers and events. Again, you can connect at HealthyViewRadio.com. Remember to subscribe to Healthy View Radio on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast. Do you ever have an off day? Or is your life positive and uplifting? Making Life Brighter is a forum for positive, inspired, and contemplative thought, showcasing experts in their fields, including authors, musicians, and artists. Your host, Winifred Adams, will bring to life topics to stimulate and make your life brighter. We want to hear from you. Be sure to tune in Thursdays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. 
You're listening to Andrea Beeman, Lisa Lutan, and Michelle Fenighaus with Healthy View Radio. Do you have a question or comment for the show? Please call us right now at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send us an email from our Voice America radio page. You'll find connections to reach any of the hosts there. Now, back to Healthy View Radio. Welcome back to Healthy View Radio. By the way, thank you to our sponsor, Atran Teal, for digestive support. You can visit lovemytummy.com slash HBR and get a special Healthy View Radio 10% discount. Now, you guys know the saying, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Well, today we'll be, we've been giving ourselves the best possible medicine and prevention. The topic's been laughter. So if you're like a giggler or one of those people who snort when you laugh or you're a cackler, you're in luck. You're doing really good things for your mind and your body and for how you relate to other people, as we were just talking about with our guest, Terry. It's all about humans connecting through laughter. But you know what else acts as a very surprisingly effective form of prevention and cure is gratitude. So I want to introduce you to someone. Lorraine Miller is an inspirational author, speaker, and coach who devotes her work to the practice of gratitude, which she believes is key to living one's healthiest, happiest life. She's a graduate of the Institute for Integrative Nutrition and has been studying natural health for over 15 years. She's the author of several books, including the best-selling journal, From Gratitude to Bliss, A Journey in Health and Happiness, and National Geographic's A Year of Daily Gratitude. Her work has been featured on Dr. Oz, um, The Good Life Magazine, among others. And Lorraine is also the creator of the Gratitude to Bliss mobile app. There's an app for that, you guys. So visit her at gratitudetobliss.com. Hello there, Lorraine. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. It's so great to be here. Excellent. And we can't wait to talk about gratitude with you. But... um, First, can you tell us what do you think is more important in life? Laughter, which is known to be the best medicine, or is it gratitude? Huh, that's a tough one. Um, I, I, they're both so great, but I guess I would have to go with laughter. Because if you can't laugh, then, you know, I think it would be really hard to find the strength to be grateful. Um, but they're, they're both important. Well, you can be grateful for laughter, right? <laughs> there you, you go. Laugh at what you're grateful for. Okay. Yeah, so that makes sense. You have to have a certain lightness of spirit in order to see the things in life that you're grateful for and acknowledge mm-hmm. them. Yeah, but I will say, because that's actually a good question, I think that if you're kind of down in the dumps and you're having a hard time finding laughter, practicing gratitude will help you get back there. Mm. It really does lift your spirits and it thinking of things that you're grateful for actually activates the part of your brain that releases dopamine and serotonin and those are natural mood enhancers. So they kind of go hand in hand. Oh, I like that. I would even, I could say, um, you know, the word is bi-directional, you know, when one function in the body leads to a result, but then it, you can turn it around and the, the thing goes back and forth. That's what we're talking about here, right? Laughter can lead to yeah. more gratitude. Gratitude mm-hmm. can lead to more laughter. Bi-directional. You're so smart. And it's, um, <laughs> it's also true with smiling. Like if you're, if you're um, just feeling down and you consciously smile, that helps lift your mood. 
Yes. I try to paste it on sometimes. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Watch out for those wrinkles. And- <laughs> <laughs> right. um, but also, I mean, I've been wanting to try laughter yoga as well. And I imagine that what you're doing is you're, you're kind of forcing your body to get all those health benefits of laughing by intentionally laughing. I'll go with you, Lorraine. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> And when you know when you force yourself to laugh, that is funny because it comes out super awkward. So I imagine the laughter turns authentic in about 30 seconds. Yeah, and it just becomes contagious. I love it. So let us know, um, how did you get started in this field or have you always just been full of gratitude and joy for your life? Oh, that, that's a good question. Um, I would say no, I have, I have not always been filled with gratitude and joy. Um, I think I've struggled a lot with just having a positive mindset. And I was struggling for many years trying to get pregnant, trying to adopt. Just I really just wanted to become a mom, and I kept meeting disappointment after disappointment. And after five years of that, I felt as if nothing I was doing was working, and it eventually started affecting how I felt about my career and how I felt about my relationships with people. And so I knew I needed help. I needed something. And I actually started praying for a tool because I just wanted to be able to cope better with the disappointment. And I went to see a health coach and the first day that I met with her, she told me to get a journal and write down three things I was grateful for every day. And I didn't really think about it that much, but within a matter of months, my whole mindset changed. Um, I started meeting new people, just all kinds of wonderful things started happening. And that's when I realized how powerful practicing gratitude is. And that's, and then I um, studied to become a health coach and I decided that that was what I wanted to focus on. Oh, that's amazing. So do you still have that original journal? I do. I do. And um, the great thing about keeping your gratitude journal is it becomes a blueprint for joy. So when you look back at everything that you write about, you realize what matters most to you and also what doesn't matter. So you can focus more time and energy on the things that you really are grateful for and let go of the things that you don't, that you're not grateful for or that aren't as important. And would you recommend writing, you know, with a pen on paper for this kind of exercise over some sort of electronic means or does it not matter? Well, I, I would recommend whatever you feel more motivated to do. I, I do think that some people prefer to write things by hand and they prefer to have a journal and they're just more natural writers. So for them, I would definitely recommend doing it by hand. But other people like doing things on the phone. They like having access to it wherever they are, whenever they have time, and it's really convenient. And that's why I, after I created the print journal, I created an electronic version of it. And you can set a reminder um, every day to remind you to practice right on your phone. So you can do that whether you're writing in, in a printed journal or if you're doing it on your phone. 
Lorraine, it's so interesting. I've been doing positive thoughts and writing positive thoughts for almost like 20 years in a journal every morning, <laughs> every morning Then when I get up. And it absolutely has helped to transform my life and put things in the right place that I need and, and that I want and attract it. As I'm exuding that positive gratitude energy, that's attracting to me exactly what I want. So I love that you created the Gratitude to Bliss journal. And, um, you know, for the folks that, that work on their phones, that's, that's not me. I can't do that phone stuff. It kind of drives my eyeballs a little crazy. Uh, but I, I do like the hand, putting the hand to the paper, the ink, the whole, the practice of the actual writing of it. I love it. Oh, that's so great, Andrea. So what kind of positive thoughts do you write about? Oh, my God. You name it. Like My eyebrows, I- <laughs> for one. <laughs> I mean, are like, they things that you're grateful for? Or are you also writing out affirmations? I'm just curious. Oh, both. Both. Like, I'll, I'll be like, oh, thank you for my family. Thank you for my life. Thank you for the sunshine. Thank you for the bed. Thank you for the, you know, the pillow. Like, just all these things that I'm grateful for. Even when I go to bed at night, my husband laughs at me because I, like, lay in the bed and I go, thank you, bed. Thank you for take, waiting for me all day, <laughs> taking me back that's and cuddling that. me. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what it's all about. And see, now now we're all laughing about it too, right? Yeah, that's cute. Um, but that's, that's great. And you are one of the most positive people I know. I mean, you're just overflowing with positivity all the time. So what you're doing is working. It's all that gratitude, sister. <laughs> all right, we all got to awesome. break out our journals. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm imagining... Lorraine, that this must be a big part of how you work with your clients. Like, you know, for me to work with one of my clients around their nutrition, I, you know, it's easy for me to tell them to eat more vegetables and that kind of thing. But so we have journaling. How else do you encourage clients to have more gratitude or express their gratitude? So the same way my health coach had me practice gratitude from day one, I introduced my clients to the practice in the very beginning of my coaching with them. And I, I really, I'm actually working on a program for coaches to help you do this with your clients because I believe that no matter what you are trying to achieve in your life, that you really absolutely have to have an attitude of gratitude um, in order to achieve what you want. Because just setting that stage, even just every morning, it helps your day flow better. You're in a, in a positive place. Um, like Aunt Andrea was talking about that she does her writing every morning. Uh, and I think that that really is so powerful to just create that foundation. And whether your clients want to lose weight or they're overcoming, they're trying to overcome a chronic illness, or it could be something emotional like depression. Gratitude is just the amazing foundation that really allows you to kind of step out of negativity and all the things that are blocking you from your joy and from achieving what you want in your life. So So I would, oh, sorry. So with Thanksgiving coming up, I know a lot of families have gratitude practices, you know, maybe before you eat, I know we go around in a circle, what we're grateful for any good twists on that. So that not everybody says, Oh, I'm grateful for my family and my health. You know, any ways to draw out a little deeper sense of gratitude? Well, you know, it's, it's so interesting. People are definitely focused on gratitude this time of year, but I really encourage people to practice gratitude all year long. 
Um, but, but it is Thanksgiving coming up and it's a good time to start. I think what I encourage people to do is to, if you, if you say you're grateful for your family, say something more specific, like I'm grateful for my husband for doing the dishes every night. Um, or I'm grateful for my mom for cooking the meal or whatever it is to be more specific, because when you just say family, it's, it's very broad and you're not really, um, tapping into the, the miracle of gratitude, which is that it lets, it helps you point a lens on all the little things in life that make us happy. The miracle of gratitude. I like that. Lorraine, Mm -hmm. our listeners will surely want to look you up and find your journal and find your app. Can you remind us of your URL? Sure. It's gratitudetobliss.com. And my app is the same name, the Gratitude to Bliss mobile app. Got it. Thank you so much for being here with us today. We're very grateful for your time. I was going to say that. Thank you. It's a joy. I did it faster, right? I got in there with honesty coming in faster. (laughs) Good study. Thank you, Lorraine. Thanks, Lorraine. You're so welcome. Thank you. It's been a joy. Bye-bye. Lisa and Andrew, what do you think? So is laughter the best medicine, gratitude? How are you going to approach things moving forward? What's your takeaway from this episode? Well, I'm going to continue laughing and being grateful and having these little crinkles come here uh, and encouraging people to, to find that space, right? So like Lorraine was saying, you know, the gratitude can lead to laughter because you feel lighter, you feel happier. Uh, the laughter can lead to gratitude. So, you know, I think it's a positive energy. And, you know, like I don't want to get to the end of my life and be sitting on the the stoop in the rocking chair going, God, that life sucked so bad, man. Why, why did I sign up for this crap? You know, I, I want to be like, okay, yeah, pass that pie. That was really cool. <laughs> that was a good, good thing. So I think laughter will help, help us get through this journey that's called life. Yeah. And I think for me, for starters, I'm going to be really grateful about all the lines that have come from laughter. <laughs> Cause like, that's a whole new, a whole new reframe around gratitude. And I think that, I mean, I've always been like a crazy gratitude person, like obsessed with the whole practice and the journals and the whole bit, but I think I'm going to bring laughter to the forefront and now like literally set some laughter practices into my life. If anyone has any good ideas, send them my way. How to like just initiate laughter every day, but I think that would be a really cool new practice for us. That sounds awesome. Hey, before we wrap up, I want to thank our sponsor, Zoller. Visit ZollerD3.com to check out their vitamin D3 products and enter code HVRZD35 to save 35%. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Please subscribe to Healthy View Radio on iTunes and leave us a written review, okay? And if it makes us laugh, hey, we might even read it on the air next time. (laughs) (laughs) Next week. Thanks. Thank you for tuning in to Healthy View Radio. Please join Andrea Beeman, Lisa Lutan, and Michelle Fennighaus again for another fun and insightful edition of our show. We're live again next Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. See you soon.